This podcast is a segment of the book, Godly Grit, scheduled for publication in late spring or early summer 2021. It will be available at Amazon as a Kindle ebook, in paperback, and as an audiobook. How we interact with our society is another area in our lives where we need grit. We all have a unique role in our community, an individual position of influence and responsibility. It takes grit to find your part and maintain your function. Every role in our society has its rewards and its difficulties. There is no silver spoon. There is no easy path. God has a place and purpose for you, and it will come with many challenges and responsibilities. It will take grit to stand by your values and morals as you perform your service to your community. It will take an extra portion of grit when your values do not align with your society's values. What is your role or responsibility in society? Who needs you? Is it your family, service group, or profession? What are the values of those you serve? Do those values align with yours? If your primary life focus is still in the realm of meeting your needs and desires, then this service-focused discussion will have no meaning. To progress in your societal role, you will need to compromise for the best of the community you are serving and set aside some of your self-focused priorities. There is no service without some sacrifice. Your hierarchy of values will determine the degree and type of sacrifice. If your role is within a profession, you will have to operate within a professional code's shared values. If your part is in service to the family, you will be navigating a path between expectations and responsibilities, establishing boundaries and determining rewards. This life role is much more complicated than that of operating within a professional code. Professional code is usually written and does not change, where family relational code is continuously evolving. Whatever your role, you will need grit to succeed. You will need grit to know where to compromise and where you should not compromise. A life focused on needs and desires looks at the present emotional needs. A service life focus looks at the future where observation is valued more than a feeling. So, how do you define yourself? What is your unique place in the world? What are your goals? What are your morals and values? Do you live focused on needs or values? Do you have the grit necessary to succeed in your role? To advance, the grit required for service combines patient observation, resilience, and passion. It is essential to pause and consider how you and your society define you. This role in society will consume most of your life and time. Consider it carefully. How would you label yourself? How do you introduce yourself? If you look at your place, purpose, and power, what is your space in society? To uncover this role, you need to look at how you spend your time. 
How much effort and time do you spend attempting to achieve advancement in your position? What would the impact be if you lost your definition or role? Evaluate your thoughts, actions, and inactions. What does this tell you about how you see and value your role? This evaluation is necessary to prioritize your activities and time. If you don't see it, you won't change it where it needs to change. You need an accurate evaluation of how you view your role to live consistently with your stated values. Do not be fooled by your good intentions. It is possible to have the correct values, but the wrong priorities. Your family will see your priorities and not necessarily your values. It is time to look at what you value and how you prioritize those values. What are your overall goals? If your life focus is in the area of community service, your objectives could be community well-being, affirmation, purpose, power, fame, or legacy. It would help if you asked what you value the most and make sure your actions confirm that value. When it comes to possible service values, the following are worth considering. How do your values line up? How much do you value improving yourself? How much do you value the well-being of your family? How much do you value your ability to contribute to your neighborhood, workplace, or school? How much do you value your ability to improve your state or nation? How much do you value your role in helping with the well-being of humanity? Do you value absolute values like absolute truth, absolute goodness, absolute beauty, or absolute holiness? God placed you on earth in a specific place, with a particular family, in a particular time in history, with specific, unique gifts and abilities to make a difference. What is the grit necessary for achieving these value-based goals? The grit needed is the perseverance, passion-type grit written about in Angela Duckworth's book, Grit, the Power of Passion and Perseverance. You will need both passion and perseverance to be a successful parent, employee, or employer. You will get knocked down frequently in your pursuits. You will need some specific long-range goals to guide you and help you prioritize your short-term goals. It will be tempting to focus on performance-based recognition and appear better than you are, but you must fight that temptation. Do not become complacent by just comparing yourself with your peers. Set the bar high and give it all you've got. You will likely succeed if you are responsible, resilient, perseverant, and passionate as you apply yourself with clearly defined goals and consistent hard work. So apply your grit to your abilities, talents, education, training, and opportunities. Life is not a spectator sport. You get what you give. It is vital to take the time to evaluate your progress along this path. You can determine your success by looking at your priority values and assessing where you are in meeting those goals. It will be necessary 
to make frequent adjustments to your goals and action plan. It will help to get feedback from others because it is easy to deceive yourself. How do others see you? Do they see your values or your priorities? What is your definition of success? If this value focus is your life priority, you are moving in a direction with the expectation of receiving affirmation and value from others. This direction can be motivated by the desire for security found in a position or a purpose. The hope is that you will have a purposeful impact. The future hope is in gaining influence, value, respect, and possibly a positive legacy. What can you expect if this is your priority goal or focus? The best outcome would be to do well in your profession or role in society. With this accomplishment, you can expect some respect for a job well done. This should also create a sense of accomplishment in comparison to your peers. It may even provide you with a better income and more stuff. At best though, this is only a fleeting glory that quickly fades. The worst outcome would be to spend all your energy and deplete your grit only to fail. You worked hard, sacrificed all you had, and ended up a burned out failure with no respect. The most likely outcome is neither of these extremes. The most likely product is that you will do better in your societal role than if you just lived your life focused on your own needs and desires. You will get further ahead by applying yourself and not giving up. You will most likely receive occasional fleeting affirmation on this path, but eventually you will begin to question your purpose. What does the Bible say about living this type of service purpose life? In Matthew 6 verses 1 to 4, we are encouraged to examine your motives to make sure you are not showing off when you do your good deeds, only to be admired by others. Otherwise, you will lose the reward of your Heavenly Father. So when you give to the poor, don't announce it and make a show of it just to be seen by people like the hypocrites in the street and in the marketplace. They've already received their reward. But when you demonstrate generosity, do it with pure motives and without drawing attention to yourself. Give secretly, and your Father, who sees all you do, will reward you openly. Yes, we are here to live a life of service, but we must be careful not to let that service become a life of social distraction or a desperate search for meaningless accolades. Even Christians live their life focused on their needs and desires or their role in society. These paths in life are often distracting and consuming. If this is all there is to your life, you will eventually cruise into an existential crisis where you begin to question your value and purpose. The good news is that God has a lot more for us if we humble ourselves and seek Him. In the next chapter, we will look at what it means to seek to know God and live our lives to the fullest.